0: Class. Well, I was going to do that. You didn't, though. <laughs> you were trying to think of what you were supposed to say. It uh-huh. looked like.
1: It's, hello, class. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your textbooks to 1994, because this is the best Boy Meets World podcast recording in our house tonight. I can say that with 99% certainty.
0: Because our kids might be recording one in their room?
1: They could. They could be doing a secret one.
0: Hmm. Caden's getting really into like editing and stuff for YouTube videos. He Mm -hmm. could have a YouTube podcast about Boy Meets World and we wouldn't know.
1: No, we wouldn't know at all. Um, We're here. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. We are a couple, the cutest couple in the world, I say.
0: (laughs) And you're probably right. You're like 99%, right?
1: Yeah. We're the cutest couple in this house tonight recording a Boy Meets World podcast.
0: That is 100% definite. Yes. Yes. Unless Caden has a girlfriend in his room recording a YouTube hiding, podcast.
1: Hiding under his bed? Yeah. Because she's a fugitive? Uh-huh. That's a callback to a Boy Meets World episode called The Fugitive. Yes. I don't know if you've heard of Boy Meets World. It's, it's a show that's on TV right now today in 1994 on Friday nights. Um, TGIF, thank God, it's Feen- Friday. and
0: You might also be watching Step by Step.
1: Mm-mm, I wasn't. I'm not.
0: No? No. Um, But, I mean... If you're watching Boy Meets World in 1994, mm-hmm. our listeners might also be watching Step by Step. Probably. Or Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Was that 19? No, it was later, wasn't it? That was it? later for sure. Oh, I love that one.
1: You don't know yet. We What we did is we recorded these episodes as these uh, Boy Meets World episodes were airing. We put them on cassette tape. We put we them- used We used our
0: talk boys.
1: We use our talk boys- to the dog boy, we put them in. We
0: wore our Calvin Kleins.
1: Okay, yeah, we just... labeled
0: them with our Crayola scented crayons. Remember all that stuff. We Except did? for brown, because Alden ate all of the brown well, ones. I
1: put them in a PlayStation, and then we buried them under the ground, and dug them up in 2019, is what I'm writing on this. Hold on don't I'm, eat that crown i'm writing it's not brown it's i'm <laughs> writing 2019 on this playstation and we're gonna dig this up in 2019 find each other and then
0: become the cutest couple become the cutest room.
1: couple in this room right now recording a boy meets world podcast and then i, I don't know where i'm going with this anymore I don't it's saying, <laughs> the, i'm trying to follow end of podcast what's the what do you say at the end
0: Class dismissed. don't
1: actually say it, because now, oh, Uh, it just stopped recording. Did it really? Yeah, because it knows. Did it really? No. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why it's so easy, people. So people, I'm sure you've listened, and you've thought, God, he's mean to her, and he, he does lots of silly jokes. He does lots of silly jokes, but the problem is, it's so easy. I just said the podcast stopped recording, and it didn't. So it's really the only reason he's
0: with me, I think, is because I jump every time he says that ah, and I um, laugh every time he makes a dumb joke. And I believe everything he says. I just hang on his every word. Yes. That's...
1: <laughs> I just thought
0: you're just looking at me so expectantly like, well, I, have I thought anything else to say.
1: I thought it would be good to not say any words after you said you were hanging on every word. So we uh-huh. watched Boy Meets. Wait, before we do that inquiring minds want to know people are all over our twitter and all over (laughs) on all over our email address that i still don't remember how to check oh no what if
0: what if oregon listener has emailed us well the problem
1: is i don't remember the password you know you
0: can recover that
1: i know it's just a whole process can you
0: please just give me the information just in case like what if someone has contacted us and we have no idea and we're being super rude
1: here's the information bmgmbmw at gmail.com. Yes,
0: but like, what's the recovery I email? Know. And what's the recovery phone number? Again,
1: don't know. I would imagine it'd be my phone number, and you have that, I That's hope. That's true. Um, so, how was your craft fair? Everyone wants to know.
0: It was good.
1: You're not sick anymore.
0: I'm not sick. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, st- I'm working on it. <laughs> I mean,
1: you're not sick the way you were. No, and- I can talk now. Yeah.
0: So, last week, I recorded with like barely a voice it was mm-hmm. very croaky it was very husky and it was very seductive um yeah. so sorry for t- seducing all of you guys but uh The day after we recorded, I lost my voice for three days, completely lost it. Like, I couldn't talk. Everyone in my house was about to get punched in the face because I would try to say something to them, and they were all like, what? What? As if I could actually really get louder and answer.
1: But they couldn't hear you is the thing, so...
0: You were the worst one. Who's yes, this they? Because
1: we couldn't hear you is the thing.
0: I was trying, but and don't would... make me repeat myself. I couldn't talk.
1: What's the alternative?
0: Just ignore me and figure out what I need you to do. I
1: tried that too. You weren't happy with that either. So how was the craft fair?
0: Um, it It didn't... Uh, garner as much attention as I had hoped, Mm -hmm. um, or as any of the vendors there had hoped. It's usually a much bigger turnout. Um, and people were saying, you know, maybe it was not enough advertising or whatever. I was fortunate enough to have like eight or nine sales, which compared to a lot of the people who were there was a lot. Mm -hmm. I made friends with one lady who had two sales at the very end of the day. Um, and her stuff was amazing. I loved it so much. Um, but I was lucky I was in a good spot. Um, my stuff's super cute. I had like eight or nine sales. I basically broke even when it came to uh, things that I had purchased for the craft show and my table.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I met so many cool people and it really was like, that was so awesome. Networked. I networked. Like I met crafters. There's a lady who um, actually sells the items that she makes. She makes like the flowers out of plates and cups to put in the garden, which I've also done with the kids before, but hers look really good. And uh, she sells them at a store in the old town part of our city. And she was at the craft fair and I asked her, I was like, oh, do you sell this at, you know, such and such store? And she said, yeah, what do you do? And I told her what I do. And she was like, I saw your table. Your stuff is amazing. You should go talk to the store about them selling your stuff too. It's not hard. You just go in and say, hey, I have stuff to sell. So it was just really cool to talk to all of these people and get to know them. I'm friends on Facebook with a bunch of them now. And um, I have way more information on more craft fairs, which it's not easy to find, like, Um, so I'm doing another one in April and this one's an outdoor one. I'm very excited to do it. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't as great as I expected it to be. I have a lot of stock left. Mm -hmm. Um, so if
1: you want to find her on Etsy,
0: yeah, if you want to find me on Etsy, you can find me at the (laughs) tangled nerd on Etsy, but don't like seriously, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I already have stock for the next show and I'm excited to continue doing them because meeting people or even just having the affirmation of people being like, no, seriously, your stuff is really good. It's just fantastic. It feels so good to know that all that hard work I put in, like that it's not just sort of like, eh, who does she think she is coming in here with this yarn stuff? That's how
1: it went. Like the thanks for asking. The biker
2: bar of craft shows. (laughs) Hey.
0: Get off my turf (laughs) with your yarns and hooks.
1: Gotta get initiation. (laughs) Okay. So we watched Boy Meets World. Yeah. Episode well, season one, episode twenty one, right? Okay. Do you know what this episode was called? Do you know, Tanya, of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World? What is this episode called?
0: Are you... I think uh, it's called Boy Meets Girl.
1: Meets Boy Meets World. That's your podcast. Yes. Go on. What's this episode the called? The
0: episode is called Boy Meets Girl. <laughs> Boy Meets Girl.
1: Meets Boy Meets World. <laughs> the episode 21 is called...
0: Boy Meets Girl. <laughs> All
1: right. This is not funny anymore. It's Boy Meets Girl. It. I had no idea. What crazy... Happenstance this is.
0: Crazy happenstance. Mm-hmm. Super what a crazy, random.
1: What a crazy random happenstance. <laughs> uh, so, Boy Meets Girl meets Boy Meets World. I can't do I know. part of it.
0: That's it's one of the reasons why when you asked me that, like I had to stop for a second to prepare myself to not say, Boy Meets Girl meets Boy Meets World.
1: Boy Meets Girl, Season 1, Episode 21, written by Jeanette Cottichis Ka- Burley
0: definitely haven't read that name before. Nope,
1: and directed by David Trainer. So
0: I'm thinking they were all directed by David Trainer. I Trainor.
1: looked in my crystal ball and I saw what's planned for the future. I don't know if this is how it actually plays out because, you know, the future is knows no man. What? <laughs> and
0: that's what the Bible says. Many
1: of the episodes are directed by David Trainer for the first few seasons. So we'll just I and mean, we got to think of a cool nickname for him or something because he's going to come up a lot. But but so many different writers. It's crazy how many people write on this show possibly in the future. So, we'll get to all of our favorite writers as we can. But April Kelly, I don't think directs or writes any more episodes.
0: You look to see. Mhm. Wow. That's crazy. Are you ready for my blurb?
1: Yeah, my blurb, blurb it rating? up. Tanya's blurb. Welcome, everybody. Tanya's blurb. I do feel
0: like these blurbs are getting longer and longer. They're becoming like... I thought
1: you were about to be like, I feel like these blurbs are getting real popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's, everybody... a really,
0: it's a really good bit on our super yeah, popular show. People
1: love it when I read things from Hulu. <laughs> hey, what's Hulu say about season one, episode 21, boy meets girl? Meets it meets
0: says, says, when Sean starts showing interest in girls, court... Hold on, I gotta stop for just a second. I want to make it very clear that I will be blurb. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's not. This is me talking. This is Tanya talking, not Hulu talking.
1: This shit would be crazy on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I just want to make it very clear. I'm going to read this blurb the exact way that it was typed and posted on Hulu. Yeah, that's how blurb do. Completely. That's how you blurb.
1: Watch me as a blurb.
0: When Sean starts showing interest in girls, Corey feels abandoned and tires to retaliate by asking Topanga on a date, but soon discovers girls can be fun too.
1: That's the whole episode. We They just did our podcast. They did our podcast. They also said that he tires. Class is dismissed. Recording's over. It stopped. It's
0: tries, <laughs> not tires. No,
1: okay, I got that. Okay. Okay, so all that stuff happens in this episode. It was really great. And we could
0: fit in like three or four episodes now, except for the fact that we're coming up to the end of the season. It,
1: yeah. So we didn't discuss that. This is the last episode of season one. This shit's crazy.
0: This could be our last episode ever.
1: I don't even know what we're going to do. What if we decide
0: not to do season two?
1: I know. What if What if Boy Meets World doesn't get renewed for a season two? What do we do? I don't know. Maybe we should figure it out. Maybe? Maybe we should figure it out. Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Um, we, I mean, we got to figure like some cool new stuff out for season two, maybe like a new theme song, maybe, fingers crossed, wavy wavy, and I don't know, what are we going to do in between seasons? We we don't just want to jump from season one to season two.
0: No, I think we should have a good like three episodes of... Filler? It's not filler. What are we,
1: Naruto? You <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just spit all over my face. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: You got a fake spit when you fake laugh. Go on.
0: <laughs> no, we can do some really cool things. We'll workshop. It'll be fine. Yeah,
1: we have some ideas. Yeah. I have one idea for like a drinking game. Tanya does not want to play a drinking game.
0: Well, I'm okay with playing a drinking game, but maybe I drink coffee instead <laughs> of alcohol. And then like I'm super wired at the end of it because I'm not huge into alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like being buzzed. I like like just having a couple bold rocks. Mm-hmm. That one that you like to get with the ginger. That one is so good. Mm-hmm. We can do that. My problem is maybe feeling really bad the next day because I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to all alcohol.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But anyway, so that's not a part of this episode, but we are like, uh, episode 21 is the second to last episode of the season and today on this very show we will be discussing the season finale for season one correct this is kind of a big deal this
1: is a huge deal i never thought we'd make it this far 11 episodes in we've done it
0: and there's still some people listening a yeah a little bit there's a few only okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, anyway, what where does this episode start? Does it start in the classroom? It does Just start in the classroom. Drink, take a shot.
0: <laughs> it starts in the classroom, and they're watching their puberty video um, because, you know, they're about to go to high school, so they need to know what their bodies are doing before they go to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but the
1: video is very old, and they're talking about the telegraphs of the body. The body's yeah, telegraphing to tell it to grow up or whatever. Yeah,
0: that it's sending, like, telegraphic signals, mm-hmm. um, and... Corey and Sean are just like, they will not shut up. Mm-hmm. They are joking mercilessly about this video, and that's fine. I think that's why now they separate the boys and the girls when mm-hmm. they do this video. Like, we get the the uh, permission slip for our kids for health class. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if they didn't separate them then, too. Write into our show and let us know if... They separated you when you were a kid. Yeah, I went we, to. A,
0: we were not a part of the situation in 1994.
1: Right, I went to a private school where they wanted to pretend like sex doesn't exist,
0: and your bodies were not changing, and boys did not have penises, My, and girls did not have vaginas. Right,
1: but we figured that out on our own. What we did not figure out, they also so they didn't want us to think, um, sex existed. They also didn't want us to think dinosaurs existed. <laughs> so they
0: also didn't want. Us to think that anything evolves yeah. ever.
1: So right in, right into our show, at BMG and BMW on Twitter or Gmail. Tanya's going to get the password to that. And, <laughs> I'll figure it out. And let us know what they did in your school. I'm willing to bet this is more a TV thing than it was a real life thing. Well,
0: were they together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because as we see in the show, it's kind of a mess. The, the boys are too embarrassed to not joke about it in front of the girls. And I think that's well, probably...
1: The boys most certainly still make jokes about it in when it's all boys.
0: Yeah, probably. I think it might be, though, that they might do it more because they're so much more uncomfortable with the girls around, too. Like, mm. you don't think so? You think they joke just as much?
1: No, I'm 35, and people still make dick jokes. That's true. So, I don't think that changes. Put us in front of that video right now. It's going to be all jokes.
0: Yeah, that's true. Both of us.
1: Yeah. So... They're making dumb jokes because they're dumb kids and they're mm-hmm. interrupting the class not only because they're uncomfortable but also because they're bored and also because that's what they do all the time. Uh,
0: do they not know what I would have given to have that video?
1: <laughs> that's such a weird thing to say. So, <laughs>
0: but Topanga's like all about it. She's like, I love learning about what my body's gonna do and this is so exciting. I'm such a Topanga,
1: <laughs> yeah. And they, um, I don't know. She brings up how dumb the boys are Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: that they're just not evolved yet or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they make some sort of comment about how they're going. Oh, Corey's talking about how I'm going to be 12 forever. I'm going to be a 12-year-old, 40-year-old.
0: Yeah, they're both going to be 12 even into like 42 years old.
1: And, of course, as Corey's saying that, he says, right, Sean? And Sean's staring at a girl just lost in her hair and she had big bangs that's it so now we go to the cafeteria and in the cafeteria they're discussing this
0: um and minkus is talking to them about it um and minkus of course has like what a minkus grasp on things is his he's all uh television and magazine knowledge of right dating
1: he's trying to dissect it like a smart person would he's going well these magazines tell everyone tell girls exactly how they feel about things so we just need to figure out how these magazines are going to tell the girls to think and then we need to do what the magazines say he's not far off i think to an extent for
0: 1994 for yeah those magazines were life like and not just for me as a homeschooler or a private schooler like me and my friends would have stacks. I wasn't allowed to have these magazines. I mm-hmm. had to hide them. But um, my friends would have stacks of them, and we would go back and read like last summer's to see what we were gonna do for this summer because the summer the summer guides had not come out yet. So we absolutely let them dictate to us a lot of things. Yeah, um,
1: but but even then, and even at your age, and even if. Someone walked up to you and started reciting all the things from the magazine that you supposedly adored. It doesn't matter. All it ever comes down to is chemistry and and um, I don't know connection.
0: Yes, but I I also think though that if I were to romantic, first of all, like I think at twelve or thirteen, I personally felt chemistry with every single boy who even looked in my direction. Okay it wasn't that many. Um, but I think that if a a boy had said something that uh, rang true for me, like that he had read in a magazine, that a magazine had told me what I like wanted to be. And that boy had read that thing in a magazine about like how I should feel about a certain book or how I should have felt about um, a movie that I had seen or an outfit that I had wanted to wear. Like if that boy had articulated the magazine's thoughts and I was already thinking that because I'd read the magazine, I would have thought there was a connection there because simple things like that are what children think are connections. Anyway, he hands them a magazine called Perky. This is Minka, sorry. We went on a tangent. I went on a tangent. I do that a lot. Um Minkus hands them a magazine called Perky, and Corey's like, this is well,
1: garbage. Sean Sean was asking Minkus. Yeah. Because Sean was trying to get advice from Corey about how to ask a girl out. And Corey was like, "Uh, you open your door, and you tell her to get out, because that's what you do to girls, Sean. And Minkus overheard and was like, well, allow me to give you some advice, mm-hmm. Sean. And so, Sean's just desperate. Oh, like, yeah.
0: And Corey, though, there's a really, really... Um, fresh air feeling to the fact that Corey isn't pretending to like girls. Like, he's not um, pretending that he's had experience with girls. He's like, yeah, F this. This is stupid. Like, I'm not into this right now.
1: Right. He's being very Calvin. Calvin Hobbes. In this moment. Right. In this moment.
0: Yeah. And I really like watching it. I was very surprised. But... Um, Minkus is definitely like, let me school you. This is how it goes.
1: Well, because Minkus, this is not weird for Minkus. Minkus mm-hmm. has been in love with Topanga for as long as the show has existed, at least. Probably longer, the way it seems.
0: Yeah. And using things that he's learned to try to woo her mm-hmm. in a very, like, mature way.
1: hmm
0: That comes off as silly and and chauvinistic and weird. But Because he doesn't all, know how to people. Yeah. And he, but he's gotten it all from TV and magazines. Mm-hmm. So he hands it to Corey, and Corey's like, this is garbage. What on earth? And uh, Sean's like, yeah, this is stupid, and then hides the magazine in his back
1: pocket. Yeah, and then the girl that he likes walks up to him and says, hey, let's go out on a date this weekend. And, and he Sean's just laughs like, for like 25 <laughs> minutes. And he does a real dumb laugh. And then she says, okay, cool. My mom and I will pick you up at 6. And it's like, <laughs> okay, and then she walks away. So.
0: And Corey's like, did she tell a joke I didn't hear? And, and Sean just shakes his head no but keeps laughing and yeah. it's just like Bleh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a re- it was really bad. It was a bad laugh, but I think it paid off later. I'll, yes. we'll get to that. But um so Corey basically is just upset again that Sean's going out on a date with this girl and they head out. Um so basically
0: Sean is going to miss doing things with Corey that they would normally do like play basketball or whatever. I think it is I think it is basketball this time.
1: Yeah. I I feel like this description here skipped a few things, so it's okay. So is my brain. <laughs> they I think they went home at that point. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Sean says he can't talk to a Corey about it, so C- Corey goes home and trying to play basketball and walks up in his room and Sean and uh, Eric. Oh yeah. are talking and Eric is like laying down advice for Sean, like which that's smart. Mm-hmm.
0: Go to Eric, he knows.
1: They uh, they're discussing in the bedroom about. Sean's impending date, and Eric's giving him advice. Corey walks in, and goes, "Sean, I thought we were supposed to be playing a basketball game." And Sean's like, "Well, we're talking." And Corey goes, "Well, you can't be talking. You said you can't talk about this with anyone." And Eric goes, "Corey, l- leave us alone. This is guy talk." And then the crowd goes, "Ooh!" <laughs> uh, so Corey's pissed. Corey's pissed and yells at Sean and tells him, how could you do this to me? I thought it was always supposed to be me and you, whatever. So he wants to get back at Sean.
0: I have a question. Yes. Um, as the Sean in this situation, because you were getting girls like super young, did you ever make your friends mad? Because you like liked a girl or you were choosing to hang out with a girl instead of them or anything like that?
1: I don't think so because I think most people understand more than it was shown in this episode. I think most of my friends wanted a girlfriend and then I, we would try to get girlfriends. There was never really that moment of puberty for me. You know what I mean? It was You were just
0: up born... Already passing through puberty. Well, As no, you passed through the birth canal, you passed through puberty. <laughs> I think
1: the TV episodes make it much different than it really was. Like, I kind of, I was always, I always had girlfriends. I always liked girls. And, you know, in kindergarten, I had a, yeah, in kindergarten, I had a girlfriend. And first, second, third, there was a moment where it switched, where it stopped being just cute, fun girlfriends mm-hmm. and, we'll, and we'll smooch every once in a while. And it turned into... Oh my god, it can't kiss her. That's so scary. Right. And, and but it, it never it never didn't exist. Like that whole scenario never wasn't there. And I think it was kind of always there for everyone. It
0: for guys for sure. Um, and that's why I was asking you because I never saw it as guys getting mad at each other. Girls did. Yeah. But they got mad at each other because they were jealous, but they were making it seem like, oh, well, you don't have time for me anymore because you have this boyfriend.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: like now, as an adult, I realized that that was not it at all. I would get mad at my friends when they were with their boyfriends all the time. Like yeah, that's At 12 true. years old.
1: I never had that happen with any of my guy friends, unless we both liked the same girl and be- that turned into a fight. But I, many, many times, probably most of the girls that were my girlfriends, they and their best friends would fight because of me. Yes. So.
0: Do you know why?
1: Because I was beautiful
0: yeah they all wanted to date you nah yeah they still do those same girls
1: (laughs) nah um Um,
0: but so finley has also like always had a girlfriend from kindergarten Mm -hmm. it's gonna be and caden wasn't like that he had a couple like little girlfriends but he's really not so into the whole girlfriend thing Mm -hmm. at least so far and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when that switch happens. Yeah. But he has actually had friends who have said, why do you talk to Benita so much? Finley has. Yeah. Finley has had friends right. that have done that. Um, and that's the only time I've ever seen. And I've met these friends and also now I get it. They're very, very needy friends.
1: <laughs> but. Look at you putting these fifth graders on blast it's
0: crazy to me like they just need all of his attention but that's why i was asking you i wanted to see what you had encountered because i had never seen boys do that no. to each other uh
1: so anyway Corey. back to boy meets world mm-hmm. Corey wants to get back at sean so Corey asks for minkus's advice on how to Ask a girl out so that just so he can make Sean upset.
0: Yeah. And Mingus is like, you know, you got to find a girl that you can connect with that has similar um, interests to you and that you enjoy spending time with and like all the basic necessities. And Corey's for... like,
1: I don't have that. What do I what can I do? And he says, well, it then the next option is to make him laugh. And he's like, well, I got that. So.
0: Um, and But then because I mean, it's like, whatever, just, you know, ask out the first girl or the first person you see in a dress. Mm-hmm. And in walks Topanga well, I think
1: he looks around the room yeah. and there's like nobody in a dress. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the girls are wearing jeans or whatever. Yeah. And
0: Topanga, one of the things I noticed in this specific episode is that unlike a lot of sitcoms where they wear different things every single episode, they don't really... Uh, cycle through uh i guess their they're costuming okay topanga wore that specific dress it's like a ivory lace dress it's so cute um she has worn this as the third time and the only reason i know that is because i wanted this dress so bad when i was a kid so bad i wanted to wear it with doc martens i wanted it so badly and she has worn this like three times. There are shirts that Corey has worn a few times, and I'm kind of uh, impressed that they didn't just blow budget on constant costuming because okay. it's one season and they've, you know, cycled through the same outfits three and four times, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So Corey asks to hang out.
1: Yeah, he starts talking to her and she's being all weird, and then he get, finally goes, All right, whatever, do you want to go out to get a burger with me? And she's like, I'm a vegetarian. And he's like, well, well, then we can go to the International House of Salads. And she goes, oh, I love IHAS. <laughs> so they make a date to go to IHAS. And we get to the house. We missed our Morganism, by the way. I guess we'll just say it at the end of the episode. What is it? Well, I guess we'll say it right <laughs> we'll now. say it right now. So, Morganism. Morganism. Hashtag Morganism. Morgan, well, while Sean and Eric were talking... And discussing girls and smooching them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Morgan walks upstairs and like is I think she's dangling the car keys and she's like, you know, who's sitting in the car with me right now? No one. That's who. Let's go. Chop, chop. Got to go to the mall.
0: (laughs) That's when we find out that Mother's Day is like two days away. Yeah. But yeah, she definitely owns everyone in the house. Mm -hmm. They're at her beck and call. Eric's like, do we have to today? She's like, let's go. Yeah.
1: So that was good. But anyway, so Corey goes home and Alan and Amy overheard Corey talking about going out with Topanga and well, Amy overheard it and Alan's excited that she's going out on a date and then finds out it's with Topanga and he's like, that's the girl Corey makes fun of all the time. Now he's making a big mistake. But kind of a weird. I
0: So I was a little bit confused because at first, because I had to watch this a couple of times, I could not focus. And um, the first time I watched it, I thought he was making it seem like he's actually making like a really big mistake. The second time I watched it, I realized the way he was saying it, he was like, so he teases her all the time. He makes fun of her all the time. Oh no, like he has it really bad for her.
1: What about the third time you saw it?
0: I didn't watch the third time. Oh, okay. It was just two. But Amy's like over the moon excited. She's like, yeah. oh, this is so great. Like, I love Topanga. This is just so wonderful. Alan, mm-hmm. shut up. This is so wonderful. And Alan's like, oh, dude, you got to run. Like, this is, this is, you're in over your head with this one.
1: Well, and Corey basically alludes to the fact, I don't think he comes out and really like explains it, but he alludes to the fact that he's doing this because he's upset about Sean going out on dates.
0: Yeah, he sort of makes it sound like it's just like a... He's trying to stay equal, and I think Alan asks him, is Alan that him, like, are you just doing this because Sean is going out on a date? And, oh, no, it's Amy. Amy says it. And uh, Corey's just like, how did she know Is she psychic?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Alan just makes, like, some quip about, well, like, yeah, she knows everything.
1: Yeah, so they convince him that he probably shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Right. He... That's not
0: fair to Topanga and... Mm-hmm.
1: And he goes, this is going to be easy. You just got to be honest with women. I've learned that. And Alan's like, well, he hasn't learned anything from me.
2: <laughs> so
1: Corey goes out, picks up the phone, his giant cordless phone with an antenna. And just like we have at home in 1994. Mm-hmm. And Corey calls her and says, oh, well, the thing is, let me be honest with you. <coughs> I got the flu. I'm sorry. I can't go out. And hangs up the phone. Um, well... We cut to later that evening, Corey is throwing basketball, fake basketball socks into a basket and doing play-by-play. Let me tell you, I did this so often in, it, you know, pre-Boy Meets World. I did so many, th- I mean, anytime I played with anything, I was like, oh, Alden goes around the corner, oh, behind his back, he shoots at the buzzer. He scores! Team USA wins the gold! Like, all the time, I would throw the football to myself and, like, run for touchdowns. Like, oh, Alden throws the ball up. It's caught by Alden. He runs! You know, and it's just...
0: So what he's trying to say is Boy Meets World is actually, like, a biopic
1: of himself. The first... Isn't it biopic?
0: Is it biopic? I, I don't, don't know. know. Like... <laughs> I think biography. Oh, Yeah, aw, like biopic. Mm-hmm. And that sounds better to me. Biopic sounds like science.
1: Biopic. I don't know. Hit it us sounds like a biology
0: at... picture. But I, most people say biopic. I just choose not to.
1: <laughs> it's a choice. So uh, it does remind me so much, at least this first season, reminds me so much of myself at that age. It's insane. So anyway, Corey's playing fake basketball Doorbell rings. He runs to get the door, opens the door. It's Topanga. Um, And she's, you know, looking as sweet as ever. Just like, hi, Corey. I just felt so bad that you were sick. She brought him some
0: hippie tea to make him feel better in, like, a big thermos. Mm -hmm. It was so sweet and grown up.
1: Yeah. I will say, like, this episode was Topanga's growing up party. Like, she came across as so mature and as such a great actress Mm -hmm. in this episode it was really cool to see
0: yeah i think though too this is the first time where we realize that the actors together have about as much chemistry as children actors can have like Mm -hmm. this it seems like this was the episode and the moment where the writers and the directors were like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. this could be something Yeah. Um, Because watching it right now, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, this could be something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So she brings him the tea, and it's really sweet. It's really
1: gross smelling. He says it smells like a bunch of socks. (laughs) Because it's called Bunch of Tea. And he's like, well, it it smells like a (laughs) bunch of gym socks. And I thought that would make you laugh. Um, And... He comes out and he says, look, I'm not going to drink this tea. I don't need this tea. I'm not really sick. I only told you that because I'm not ready to date yet. I'm sorry. Which is a very mature, good way to explain it.
0: Yeah, again, like, Corey is not just, like, going with whatever everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. He's definitely displaying more honesty than he has in past episodes. I think he's finally maybe learning from Is he his- ready to
1: watch Morgan? I don't...
0: So, <laughs> I think I think that ship has sailed yeah. very far away. Yeah. I wouldn't trust him to watch my toothbrush, but um but he's very responsible and he's very honest with her. And I think part of that is because you already know like he respects her yeah. as a person and he has since that smoosh. You know, well not necessarily the smooch, the smooch. since since she showed so much respect for him when he was going through all the embarrassing stuff with his hair, mm-hmm. um, which seems like such a small thing. But it's true that, you know, when
1: you give someone respect, you earn it, too, very often. Well, when you give him out the cookie, it's going to want some milk.
0: Oh, goodness gracious.
1: So they just start hanging out. She's like, I can respect that. I appreciate that. That's fine. Let me know when you're ready and we'll see. What were you, that was, I'm really impressed by by your athletic ability and he's like it's not that hard you just you know do the play-by-play and you just oh matthews goes back at the buzzer He should He scores and
0: he's like spinning around the couch and like jumping on top of it mind you the basket is on the coffee table so it's like super low to the ground Mm -hmm. um and she's like wow you're so great and he's like you can do it too and she's like i could never i could never do that
1: (laughs) And he says, "No, it's just you do the play by play." And she's like, "I can't. I, I can try to shoot it, but I can't do the."
0: This is so. And so me as a kid. He
1: says, "I'll do the commentary. You do the the shooting." So he's like, Lawrence goes back, spins around a defender, breaks three, uh, breaks through three defenders, and Tomahawk dunks it right into the rim. And she just like has it standing there the entire time, and then she looks at it and she just takes a few steps and drops it into the, the basket.
0: Yeah, this no. this was such a me thing. Mm-hmm. Just because I was always so afraid to like let loose and do something stupid, so I was like way more stupid by doing
1: nothing. But then what happens? Um, He's like, you got to try again. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> what happens next?
0: Well, they, they have fun together.
1: Well, he says, you got to try again. And he's like, look, I'll defend you. And then you try to make it. Mm-hmm. So they're like. Up against f- each up other. Up against each other. Like very close to each other. And you could see like they're like very like kind of uncomfortable. But they're uh, also having fun. But they're they're having not fun. Like
0: they're really they're they're uncomfortable sort of in the moment but they're kind of like weirded out by how comfortable they are
1: hanging out with each other but like then she fakes like she's going to go right and then just with her left hand throws it right in the basket and he's just like
2: whoa oh, shit.
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah now they just they hang out for the evening really mm-hmm. um I don't remember anybody walking in and seeing them, but I know that they bring it up later. Yeah,
0: there is a part that was really, really cute. Like, they're hanging out. um, They're talking about a lot of things. And um, I can't remember exactly what their conversation is, but they're sitting down on the couch. And Corey has his arms sort of, like, on the back of the couch. And Topanga's not sitting close to him. But she... It's almost like a reverse, you know, the yawn and stretch. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a reverse of that. She kind of, like, scoots in and then just, like, pushes her back against his arm so that his arm is around her. And it was very cute.
1: I actually completely missed that. Uh, so what they were talking about was Mother's Day stuff. Oh, yeah. And he wanted to know what he should get his mom for Mother's Day. And he asks her what she's getting her mom. And she's like, we don't believe in spiritual, like...
0: It's 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 a fabricated holiday. It's right. not real. We celebrate mothers every day, blah, de, blah, de, blah, but...
1: She tells him to get something from the heart. It doesn't matter as long as it's from the heart.
0: Mm-hmm. And they talk about, like, writing a poem or making something, and, um, and they just have, like, a really sweet conversation, and... Uh, Do we see Sean next?
1: No. Well, yeah, sort of. So now we cut to the next day. So the next Mm. day, Eric comes over. Corey and Eric are talking and then Sean walks over and Eric's like, oh, how was the date? And Sean's just like,
0: it was my last date. I'm never going to date again. Mm
1: -hmm. And he's explaining that. And it just it just didn't work, you know. Maybe some people only get to use so much of their cool, and I use all of mine all at once. I'm a burnout at 13 years old, and um,
0: and right there they could have just written him off the show. <laughs>
1: well, You're, you love being mean about Sean.
0: I think I think it will pass. I really do. I
1: this too shall pass. pass. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're sitting and they're talking about it, and. But then they turn it all on Corey. Like, well, yeah, well, how was your date? And Corey's like, it wasn't a date. She well, he came. was like,
0: I didn't go. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't have a date. I told Topanga I wasn't ready to have a date, and we didn't have a date. And Eric's like, uh, you guys looked really cozy when I walked in the other day. And he's like, well, we hung out. Like, And we had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so.
1: basically like, that's a date. Yeah, That and- was a date. And Corey's like, it wasn't a date. So he goes into school the next day, and he's like, Topanga, we need to talk. That thing we did on Friday night where we were hanging out, that wasn't a date. And she's like, I'm not really into labels anyway. And he was like, well, then the label that you would call it if you were labeling it wouldn't be the labeled date. It would not be labeled as date. It would be labeled as us hanging out. And she's like, I really don't care, dude.
0: Yeah. Like, she's just like, why do you keep talking? (laughs) Like, uh, It's fine. Um, And then he thanks her for suggesting the poem. Like his mom cried about it, and
1: she says tears are the thank, thank you. you gift of the soul. Yeah, which is <laughs> I
0: loved that so much. Mm-hmm. So whenever I cry, I just be like you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Tanya
1: does Tanya does a lot of thanking from the soul. It's so a, much it's a thank you gift from the soul. I'm crying because our dishes broke in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that because
0: you're a loud crash? Yes. In the sink?
1: Yeah, because someone's doing dishes right now and it sounds like a massacre is happening <laughs> in our kitchen.
0: This is the second show in a row where Caden's been like angry cleaning. Yeah, he just
1: can't help uh not <laughs> he, he doesn't he can't stand it when you are doing something that doesn't revolve around him.
0: Well he can't stand it when our door is shut. Mm-hmm. And our door is shut. Like, it drives him crazy when I'm not, like, accessible.
1: Well, yeah. And then when you decide to go out for the evening or whatever. Yeah, he I'm gets not accessible. Very, yeah, he gets very angry about that.
0: Like, what if he needs me? Look, you're almost 15. You don't need me. When
1: Caden was three <laughs> years old.
0: <laughs> he was four, I think. Because Finley was almost one.
1: Tanya was going to go out with one of her friends. Uh-huh. And he didn't want her to. Shout
0: out to... Mary Babylon. What up, Mary? Who might might be listening possibly, hopefully.
1: One of our five downloads. (laughs) And uh, so he put a Lego up his nose. Yeah, like the headlight
0: ones, like the little circle ones that are sort of clear.
1: So that she couldn't go because they had to take him to the hospital.
0: Yeah, so what happened, he came out to the driveway and was like, Mom, Mom, you can't leave. Well, he wanted to go with us. He Mm -hmm. loves Aunt Mary. Like, Mm -hmm. it's one of his favorite people. And I did not have a lot of time without him at that point and Finley. Like, I had both of them, and they were very young and clingy. And um, this was my only thing, is Mm -hmm. I went and I had coffee with Mary and some other girls that we had a Bible study with. And I told him no. He went inside and literally... While I'm putting my seatbelt on, he comes out to the driveway. He's like, Mom, Mom, you can't leave. I put a leg up my nose. So I look up his nose and there's nothing there. I'm like, whatever, you're lying. Bye. Mm -hmm. I'm having coffee. It's fine. Like, everything's good. An hour and a half later, I get a phone call. Caden Caden really did put a leg up his nose. What?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so. I
0: I panic. I go home. I'm like, what do I do? Everyone's like, you need to take him to the emergency room. They'll get it out. I can't even see it without a flashlight. A flashlight illuminates this little, like, headlight that's stuck way up because he has breathed it so far up Mm -hmm. his nostril. I go to my mom's because my mom is like, I have long tweezers. Let's see if we can get it out. So we pack up the car. I've got Finley. I've got Caden. We get to my mom's and... She's holding him down and, like, trying to get this out. He's screaming. Finley's screaming. And finally, like, I'm taking him to the hospital. Taking him to the hospital. They have to put him in a straight jacket that is tied to the gurney and suction this thing out of his brain, basically. It was awful and way too expensive. And I will never, probably ever forgive him for it.
1: Well, well, the point is. He needs Uh, me. (laughs) He did it at four. No, that's not it at all. For sure it isn't it. The point is, at four years old, he learned that that would work, and he's never grown out of it. So... um, uh, But Boy Meets World. Yes. Uh, So we go back to school. Corey and uh, Sean are talking about their dates and their situations and how they're never going to let a girl come between the two of them ever again. And then as they're saying that, Topanga walks by at the same time that the Hillary. girl Hillary mm-hmm. same time that Hillary walks by and they both go hi and they both look at each other Sean and Corey look at each other and go I right, see ya and they run a- off after their respective girls
0: which yeah that was a really good ending hmm um so yeah that was the episode
1: yeah it was a very good episode I think
0: I um, loved it
1: uh TGIF, thank God it's Feeney. What happened with Feeney in this episode? Was this anything? I don't...
0: Like, even when they were in the backyard, I don't think Feeney was talking to them.
1: Yeah. I don't remember Mr. Feeney really in this episode at I all, other than... him rest. Other than...
0: upcoming, the upcoming shooting schedule was, was going to be really rough for him for the season finale.
1: Yeah. We, we'll discuss that in a minute. So TGIF, thank God it's Feeney. We're just happy he's here with us. Yes. Bless um, his heart. Bless his heart. Anything else you'd like to add about this episode?
0: Um, No, just like I'm really, really excited to have watched that sort of like light bulb moment happen. Of mm-hmm. like, this is actually really special. Well, I These think two kids together are really, really good.
1: They must have at this point gotten word that there was going to be a season two and said we have to set things up for the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like to set up an epic romance is kind of assuming a lot.
1: Well, I don't think they're setting that up. They're just setting up a uh, back and forth for the next season. They That's didn't know true. that how long it was going to last. That's true. Um
0: I think it's probably it's definitely my favorite episode of this season.
1: Well, we'll discuss that later. Way to give Barry the lead.
0: We've talked about things being our favorite this is my favorite episode so far we have one episode (laughs) left dummy (laughs) but after
1: this season we'll do an episode where we kind of discuss our favorite moments Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so find out later what Tanya's favorite episode of this (laughs) season was (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we're good here This is a good episode It's time to take a commercial break though And tuck our children in And uh, go ask them why none of them have decided That it was time to get ready or get in bed And start reading Read,
0: put the dogs out, any of that? Yeah,
1: but instead clang around in the dishes So that they can say Family's
0: probably in bed
1: So they can say we're doing something helpful So that they can try to make us feel bad Mm -hmm. So uh, They're all a
0: bunch of Corey Matthewses
1: Matthewses Okay Uh, We'll be right back after a word from these sponsors we're not on mute we're not
0: on mute i don't ever want to do a commercial (laughs) ever again fruitopia we've got (laughs) we've got woke fruits because it's all about some strawberry kiwi karma and (laughs) some kind of raspberry awareness (laughs) please don't take my microphone
1: Um, We tried so hard to do this commercial.
0: I was doing a really good job.
1: She was doing a very good job, and I was doing an amazing job with the music. And then I realized, whoops, we were on mute. So then we started the commercial over again while we were laughing, just having a grand old time. It was on mute still. It was still on mute, and now it's less funny, so now we're just doing the So your commercial is,
0: like, just drink some, like, really intensely liberal fruit juice
1: <laughs> liberal
0: yeah like it was like this like really like social justicey oh, fruit juice it was god
1: i'm sure it was for you in no. your household
0: uh the names i was naming are very real strawberry passion awareness raspberry kiwi karma um what is this one
1: this is a weird, S- weird fruit ass.
0: integration
1: this is a weird ass commercial
0: Blueberry watermelon wisdom. Drink it. Gain all the wisdom for the ages. The wisdom of Solomon.
1: None of. Okay. You just. Commercial's
0: got... over. All right. So, Boy Meets World. Let's go. Boy
1: Meets World. Season one, episode 22. What's it called, Tanya?
0: It's called the season finale.
1: No, it's not called that.
0: I know, but it is a season finale. It is a
1: season finale. That's not what I asked. What's it called?
0: I Dream of Feeny.
1: Oh. As Alden does every night. I love that show. I Dream of Jeannie. Um, do you
0: love I Dream of Jeannie? I do. Let's really? do an I
1: Dream of Jeannie podcast.
0: I love I Dream of
1: Jeannie. Guess who this episode was directed by?
0: Um,
1: Professor Xavier.
0: I was going to say Simon and Garfunkel.
1: <laughs> it was. But
0: obviously, it's David Trainor. It is
1: David Trainer. It was written by Mark Fink. I wonder if they ever called him Finkus. <laughs> I almost made her spit out her tea. Talk about social justice. Um, I Dream of Feenies, the 22nd episode of The Boy Meets World. Uh, this first aired on May 13th, 1994. So our final episode of season one and our final episode of our podcast, if this TV show doesn't get renewed, is May, I forgot it, May 13th, 1994. <sighs> Tanya, hit me with that blurb.
0: Alright, so the blurb is... This is another one. It describes the entire show.
1: All of it. Is this the blurb? That's weird.
0: (sighs) I can't with you. Corey thinks he has a superpower after Feeney falls ill after Corey wishes it so. But Corey experiences super guilt. Super guilt? (laughs) Corey experiences super guilt when Mr. Feeney's illness becomes serious. Super. Super guilt, that super guilty grape, the name of a fruitopia. <laughs> so,
1: where do we start, Tanya? Did we start in the classroom? I think
0: it is in the classroom. Um, no, it starts it... in the house. <laughs> no, I have that. That's the only thing I've written down. It starts in Corey's house. Um, Corey and
1: this half of the episode is so much louder than the other half of the episode. We got a lot of more energy once the kids go to bed.
0: <laughs> and this is what we put it into. Yeah. Podcasting. So. um, Okay, so. It
1: starts in.
0: Corey's house. Corey's
1: room, I think. No, kitchen. All right, kitchen. kitchen. Got it.
0: <laughs> Corey and Sean are doing the whole, like, put everything in the world in a blender mm-hmm. and uh, then maybe try to drink it. But we don't get that far because. Corey goes to put the lid on the blender and sean's like i'm bad boy i don't use lids on a blender and pulls it off and turns the blender on and everything goes crazy and amy walks in
1: amy walks in Corey says tell tell her, tell my mom sean that i was trying to do put the lid on there
0: i'm lid boy i'm
1: lid boy and amy opens the door looks down and turns around and walks out and shuts the door and Corey's just like you don't have to yell i'm cleaning it up
0: yeah, and then he starts cleaning it up, but Sean's such a douchebag. Um, and then they go, like, literally, it is not cleaned up. He, like, wipes some of the milkshake or whatever it is onto the floor, and then they go to start studying for geography, which is an unnecessary subject to them. Like, Corey's like, I'll just be like my dad and drive around until I find what I'm looking for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's not exactly geography.
1: <laughs> well, duh, he's, that's the joke. So... They look out and they see Feeney working on his yard and they're like, It's not fair, like, why should we have to play sick? Why doesn't Feeney ever play sick? He, he doesn't have sick. a care
0: in the world. He,
1: he doesn't he must not have got the memo that Minkus said public school teachers get seven days off of school every year to be That's so sick. Little. They get paid for that. And they essentially are like, Come on, I just just one time you can be sick. Just be sick, Mister Um
0: And I think like Corey says something like, "Like I wish he could be sick for this geography test; we mm-hmm. wouldn't have to take it."
1: And Sean's like, "You know, it's not going to happen, Cory, He hasn't been sick in the in- his entire. He hasn't. He says he hasn't been sick since World War One." <laughs> um, but they go into school the next day, and in walks a substitute teacher. And says, I'm sorry, class. Um, Mr. Feeney couldn't make it in today. He's a little bit under the weather.
0: And she's like the opposite of Mr. Feeney in Mm -hmm. every way. She's like tall and super, like a woman. Mm -hmm. And she's young. Mm -hmm. um, She's super self-like, I don't know, self-confident and strong. Mr. Feeney's
1: is self-confident and strong.
0: Yeah, but he has that like frail voice. He's like, guys...
1: Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Miss Tanya.
0: <laughs> um, and she comes in, and she's like, So I don't I can't get into all of his lesson plans. What have you been learning?
1: And Minkus goes, We were about to take a geography, and Sean grabs his mouth and goes, Rest. We were gonna take a rest from geometry. Geography. Whatever. And she goes, Is that true? And she looks at Minkus and Minkus looks at Sean and goes, Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. And she's like, what are you supposed to be doing? Corey's like, we're supposed to be reflecting. And
1: and writing poetry on it, but like free-form poetry. As it we
0: discuss it with each other. It doesn't
1: have to rhyme. We're just doing it. And she's like, perfect. I studied American poetry in well- college. And my thesis paper was on Beowulf, which was a 3,500-line free-form poem. So Did that's ever perfect. i you I had to for school. I hated Did it. Did you? Yeah. But, um, so... Oh,
0: wait. I did, too. I loved it. But it, we didn't have to read the whole thing. Uh, okay. Like, in our literature... I loved our literature book. It was the only thing that we had that was, like, it had real stuff in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it had Beowulf, and it had... But it was just excerpts. And I loved it so much. Anyway.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was in high school. Yes. So... I uh, haven't been in high school yet. So they all groan, and she really does. She starts going through Beowulf. Mm-hmm. Be- Beowulf. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard to say. Um, you
0: just got to w- skate through it and hope you do it right. It doesn't matter. Just like life. Mm-hmm.
1: So she goes through it, but more importantly, Corey realizes, I think I made Mr. Feeney sick. Like, this has never happened, and I thought about it, and now he's sick. So yeah, they, they, go they to find out that he's in the hospital. They, well sort of so they go back to the lunchroom Corey's talking about how bad he feels because he mm-hmm. thinks he might have done this and sean's like if you have this kind of power like that's that would be unbelievable mm-hmm. can you tr- let's just try to prove it try it on minkus and minkus walks by and sean says how are you feeling minkus and Corey's like focusing on him and and Minka says, "I'm not feeling very well. I'm feeling pretty under the weather." And they look at Corey like, "What the hell?" And Sean's yeah. like, "I, I, I'm, I'm scared. Afraid I'm of afraid of you." Yeah. So, but Minka says, "I'm actually feeling really bad because I found out that Mister Feeney's in the hospital, and I very upset about that." Mm-hmm. So, that's where we find out the. Mr. Feeney is in the hospital but also they are 100% convinced now even Topanga was like wow Corey like this isn't something that you should play around with and
0: well Topanga is very much into the whole like when you will something to happen it will happen because almost everything in life is a mental reaction
1: to -hmm. things I would like to point out that in the last episode, Corey and Topanga had their first like kind of like situation where they were like, oh, f- shit, we'd like each other. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, she walked over and he was like, what the hell are you doing here? Like,
0: yeah, it's just like when they made out against the locker and then it was like, wait, Topanga, we don't know what Topanga for like three episodes. Yeah,
1: I almost feel like this episode was not like the yes. last one was supposed to be the finale. And then yeah, this one I was think
0: like that would have worked really, really well if it was. <laughs> <laughs> our bed is loud and, loud and just stood up. I hope you heard that. You did, for sure you heard that.
1: That was And now he's wow. gonna sit
0: back down. And
1: that's why I'm afraid to jump on him if there's a kid underneath. So
0: kids stay out from under our bed.
1: Yeah. And you'll die. Don't listen to this podcast. We say dirty words.
0: Barely. Uh
1: bare. So they now now Sean is actually scared of of Corey. So okay, so that night. It goes from there. It goes into Corey walking into school, and uh, he's got cupcakes, and the whole class is like reading Beowulf again with the new teacher. And Corey looks over to his side. And he's carrying cupcakes, and Mr. Feeney's standing there. And he goes, "Oh, what did you guys? What are you guys doing? Why, why are you learning what you're learning, class?" And Corey's like, well, we, you know, she's really great, but she's really nice, and I'm surprised by how great she is.
0: Like, you could learn a lot from her. Mm-hmm.
1: And Mr. Feeney goes, oh, really? And then picks up a cupcake, I think, and throws it at Sean. And Sean's
0: like, Corey, why'd you do that? And he's like, I didn't. Mr. Feeney did.
1: And Eric, uh, Sean goes, um, real funny, Corey. That's a little messed up to do while Mr. Feeney's in the hospital.
0: Well, no, he doesn't say that. He says it's really messed up. Or he basically just insinuates that it's messed up because you don't know that in this dream, because it's a dream, Mr. Feeney's dead.
1: I thought it was implied pretty well at that point. I picked up on that while Sean was saying it.
0: Yeah, but you just said in the hospital. But that was not implied. It was implied that that Mr. Feeney died. Okay,
1: yeah. So Corey looks over and is like, yeah, right. He's right here. And Sean's like, what is wrong with you, Corey? It got
0: so dark and messed up.
1: And Mr. Feeney looks at Corey and Corey's like, what are they talking? You're right here. And he goes, no one else can see me, Mr. Matthews. Why? Because 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 no one else
0: was responsible for it. No one
1: else was responsible for my death.
0: Yeah. So he's like, ah, and like
1: wakes up. Wakes up screaming and he's like, Eric. And they don't cut away from Corey so you know something's going on. But, Eric, I don't know. I just had a dream that I was back at school and Mr. Feeney was dead and he was there with me and I could see him because he was a ghost because I killed him. And it pans out and Mr. Feeney's sitting on the bed, on Eric's bed next to him. Like, oh, that's a very dark dream, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> and he goes, what are you doing? You can't be here. You were in my dream. And he goes, I'm trying to learn the dictionary, Mr. Matthews. Um, This scene
0: made me like very nostalgic for my childhood bed because I had the same bed in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one?
0: Yeah, I don't think i ever there noticed been before. There have
1: so many episodes in this bedroom and it wasn't until there was a uh, dead ghost. <laughs> but,
0: well, you see like the headboard and stuff of the bed that like close up and it's one of those beds that has the shelf built into the back of and it. And a dead guy on it. Shut up. I'm talking about how much I miss my childhood bed. I had that bed, and it could be made into bunk beds. And, like, it had a shelf built into the back of it, and all my books were on it, and it was so great. And it was really, like, I forgot about that bed until I saw that Corey has that bed, and apparently dead Mr. Feeney also has that bed. Go on.
1: You told me to shut up, though. I
0: told you to shut up about the bed.
1: Okay, so about the bed. Um... So we wake up, or Corey wakes up again, and he had had that dream about Mr. Feeney this is the second time, and um, I, I don't remember what happens next. I feel like I'm skipping some um, stuff. He
0: goes, so the next thing you see him, he's in the kitchen.
1: We, so. Do we skip a lot? Spoiler alert. The last, the f- first episode of this episode, I listened to in the car while I was driving home from work. This other episode, we just watched it before <laughs> before we started recording. We just watched it together, and I forget what happens until the end.
0: That's cool. I remember everything until the end. Cool. Go. So the next scene is in the kitchen, and Corey is like sitting there in front of a full pot of coffee with coffee in front of him, and Alan comes down and is like, whoa, like, since when do you drink coffee? And he's like, since I was up all night having weird dreams about Mr. Feeney. <laughs> and Al's just like, you know, sometimes the stress will get to you and it'll cause your brain to like it's another like ment like um, he's explaining how strong a mental reaction can be. Um, and it can cause you to hallucinate and see things that aren't there, but you are in control of it so you can make it disappear. And Corey's like, yeah, well, I wish I'd known that last night because I didn't sleep at all. I'm just going to drink this coffee. Alan leaves. He goes to drink his coffee. He looks down at his coffee cup, and Mr. Feeney's just kind of floating around in his coffee cup. <laughs> and he's like, okay, this is just hallucination because I'm stressed out because I think I killed Mr. Feeney. I can will this to go away. And he's like... This isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. He looks down at his coffee cup. Mr. Feeney's gone. He looks up from his coffee cup and there's like 85 Feeneys around his kitchen just laughing maniacally. Yeah. That's what happened next.
1: That is what happened next. Yeah. There are a bunch of Feeneys in the kitchen going crazy. So Corey's just losing it.
0: Yeah. He's, he's really, really losing.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> what I a, don't know what, happened. what a disaster this podcast is. <laughs> I, I'm standing up and making the bed. Talk. Tanya's playing with her phone, and it starts reading an ad.
0: I was trying to see.
1: Was it an ad about Fruitopia? Because we we passed that already.
0: Um. So he's really stressed out. So he decides he's gonna go to the hospital. Yeah. And visit Mr. Feeney. Um. When he comes in, Mr. Feeny, you know, he's feeling a lot better, and Corey explains to him like that he feels like he's responsible. Um, and Mr. Feeney's like, no, you're not responsible. Like, I got sick. It's whatever. Um, and they have some really good moments here.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And then the nurse comes in and she's, like, flirting with Mr. Feeney. And she's like, is this your, your grandson? And they're both like, no, gross, lady. And
0: because that's, (laughs) I don't understand that reaction. A simple no would suffice.
1: Yeah, but that was the point. They like, they hate each other or whatever. So
0: they super don't hate each other. Right,
1: but got it. They um she she
0: comes, she takes his blood pressure. She says, "Well, you and your not grandson can visit for as long as you want, but if the mean head nurse comes in, uh tell him that Jill said you could stay." Mhm. And uh, she leaves and Corey's like, did we just have? Oh, no. Cause... Oh, that's right. Okay. So Mr. Feeney, or he, uh, Corey's just like, wow, she seemed really nice. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney's like, yeah, like really nice. And Corey's you do, like. You say it, and Mr. Feeney.
1: Oh, really nice. I don't ever want to <laughs> see
0: you do that ever again. You told me
1: to do it. Oh, talk so about
0: haunting my dreams.
1: That's a, gonna do it in a sexy way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they look at each other and they're like, "Wow, yeah, she's great." And then Corey goes, "Did we just have like a guy moment?" And Mr. Feeney goes, "Yes, we did, Mr. Matthews." <laughs> um, but then she comes back in. I don't. They talk for a minute and they talk about. Yeah, they about talk how...
0: for a minute and it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And basically, Corey insinuates how much Mr. Feeney means to him um, and how he's glad he's not dead. And Mr. Feeney sort of is like, well, I have a lot to teach you and, like, specifically you, which is very (laughs) on course for the show. (laughs) Like, really, I'm only alive. He actually says, like, you've kept me alive.
1: I wish. I wish. Yeah, he does say you kept me alive, which is crazy. He says... I mean, I wish that he had said, like, to the new teacher, the substitute teacher, why are you teaching the other children? (laughs) Is there something that I did? Or if
0: he just, like, all of a sudden, like, looks around, he's like, there are other people here, (laughs) and I didn't know until they were spoken to. They Mm -hmm. just appeared.
1: Did you know, lady, that in a week, uh, (laughs) it'll be me, Sean, Topanga, and Minkus, and 26 other children? And she goes, no, there won't, Corey, because I'm not going to murder all of the children. Done,
0: dun, dun. dun. All of this is a stress hallucination.
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of the kids are a stress hallucination. Mm -hmm. He's really homeschooled. He's a homeschooled middle child.
1: And his neighbor grabbed him and held him in his house hostage.
0: (coughs) And he's kept his neighbor alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With his own blood. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to go dark like you.
1: Okay, it took a very, like, Disney villain turn there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're coming from the same place. But um, anyway, also, then he turned into a llama.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, they have a real heartfelt, heartfelt moment. And somehow... I feel like this episode lasted five minutes.
0: Yeah. No, we did good summarizing it. Mm-hmm. Because really, it didn't jump around a lot. It was yeah. like it was like Mr. Feeney sick. Mr. Feeney talks to Corey, and that's about it. Like
1: Yeah, there was nothing going on with Eric on the outside or, or Sean and, and Topanga on the outside. Which is
0: like, it's crazy because now season finales are like, that shit crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're going to watch a season finale for a show, it is going to be two hours long. It's going to have a summary of everything that's happened in the season somehow. And it's going to have like crazy twists and turns. This was the least Twisty and turny episode of the entire season.
1: Twisty and turny.
0: Twisty and Turny. Those are our new names.
1: Twisty and Turney. Podcast hosts from the future. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it was a really good episode. TJ, I think out it's Feeney. What did you learn from Mr. Feeney?
0: Um, that he really cares about Corey only. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he finds imparting his wisdom to be like his uh, most important gift. Like to him, like he loves being able to impart life lessons into the kids and stuff. And and he really cares about them.
1: Well, and also, so this is the first time we've seen season one of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. And this is Mr. Feeney's goodbye. Like, he's saying goodbye. Next year, you're going to be going off oh, to seventh that's grade. right. Yes. He's, he's saying you're going off to second, seventh grade. And this might not hit us the same now. But at this yes. time, Mr. Feeney's going away now. Like, this is Corey moving on to seventh grade to a new teacher, to a new life.
0: I literally didn't even think about that. Just because, like we've gone through these episodes so fast. It's just Mm -hmm. a given like, and I get, so Mr. Feeney is going to be in his life as long as they live next door to each other, but it's not going to be the same. Like this is someone who was able to say in a classroom, like, well, then we're learning this and this and this, and then say next door, like, okay, so this is how this parallels with this. Well, he doesn't, he's not going to know what Corey's learning in school it it takes on a whole new relationship mm-hmm. so i didn't in that aspect this does make a good finale
1: yeah yeah to an extent um it still it lacked on everyone else and it lacked any sort of like cliffhanger or whatever mm-hmm. But I really do feel like that maybe they had a few other things planned for the season finale and then found out, yeah, you're good for another year or two or three or four or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they needed
0: to use some of the hijinks and stuff to um, infuse into the next season. mm -hmm. So it was good. It wasn't finale worthy. Like there were no big like firework moments.
1: Right, and for us as a podcast, that sucks because it really would be good to go out with, like, a... And then Topanga rode in on a motorcycle and shot Mr. Feeney with a super soaker filled with blood. (laughs)
0: What? That's not even a cliffhanger.
1: But then Mr. Feeney...
0: Started licking because he's a vampire. (laughs) And did a
1: triple backflip, and right before he landed... Sean ran in and said, gotcha, fiend. And then...
0: Mingus came in and just killed Sean.
1: Well, I was trying to end on a cliffhanger.
0: Oh. Mingus pulled a gun on Sean. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what happens until the next season.
1: Yes. Now, so stay with us.
0: To find out if Sean's alive in season two.
1: In this shocking conclusion... (laughs) Of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 1. Um, anything... You, there were no Morganisms. Like, there was no Morgan, I think, in this episode at all.
0: Yeah, and if there was, it was so brief and so small that it... I mean, there really wasn't any anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the closing credit scene is Topanga trying to prove to Minkus, Corey, and Sean that... Um, their minds are very powerful and they can cause an actual, like, physical reaction in objects around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, focus on this light bulb. It'll work. And Corey and Sean are just joking around. She's like, it's not. Or I Minka's mean, is like, it's not going to work because they don't care about this light bulb. They don't care about a reaction to this light bulb. And... um to Ping is like, yeah, they need to think about something that's important to them. And so you see them start to focus, and then Minkus just disappears.
1: There was a good bit where...
0: <gasps> it's a cliffhanger!
1: Minkus disappears?
0: Minkus disappears. Does he come back for season two?
1: Oh, we'll find out, won't we? We will. So I do... There was a funny bit where we missed where... Um, I wrote this down in the Wikipedia article. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They... Corey brought a flower into Mr. Feeney, and he goes, I brought you a geranium... Or something. Oh, and Mr. Feeney's like, No, he says
0: germanium,
1: germanium
0: because a geranium is the real
1: name. Yeah, I said it wrong on accident. <laughs> I mean, I said it right on accident. Um, he, yeah, he says, I brought you a germanium, and Mr. Feeney's like, That's an element. And he's like, No, I brought you a flower, germanium.
0: He's like, Germanium weighs blah 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 blah, and like goes into like the ex- extensive, um like germanium explanation and he's like and a geranium is a potted plant mm-hmm. and it will grow to be a big bush in california
1: so at the end Corey and and mr Feeney are outside of mr Feeney's house and mr Feeney's planting the geranium because he's like you know this would have died on its own but here in my in my garden it's going to be given the chance to grow and flourish or whatever mm-hmm. um and I don't know, Corey says something like, I just you know, I'll never forget that you were the one that taught me that a germanium's a flower. <laughs> uh, so that's that's it for our episode. I do there are comments on this episode. <gasps> yes, um, comment
0: time. We haven't uh, had comments
1: in a few episodes. Um
0: Were there no comments on the last one? I didn't even look. Uh,
1: I don't think there were. I thought I looked, but I'm not sure. Um oh gosh well i'm not gonna read everything that this this comment says because because it's telling the future it says next episode features blah 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 who becomes a main cast member or whatever Mm. uh the reply to that is mj logan says dude we know that it came out in 1994
0: (laughs) (laughs) mj logan we love you please (laughs) please come on the show What if M.J. Logan (laughs) does listen?
1: This gets better. So he says, dude, we know it came out in 1994. And then Patrick Cunningham comes back and says, which is the year Bill Clinton signed NAFTA? And (laughs) M.J. Logan says, which means nothing. And Patrick Cunningham says, NAFTA makes Americans lose their jobs. This year, the stock market's going to crash on June 23rd and September 13th. No lie. Wake up, people. This is happening. (laughs) (laughs) And I love... That so far what we're seeing is these two dudes are just going back and forth. Like, they're so, they're fucking, they're star-crossed lovers that also hate each other. Like, why are you here again, MJ Logan? This is
0: them flirting.
1: (laughs) And Pat, uh, like, MJ Logan's there just like, Patrick, are you Patrick?
0: (laughs) Eventually they get married and they're just like on two different sides of the bed. And Mm -hmm. he's like... Patrick, are you on Wikipedia again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... We're just
0: like in the middle of a lover's quarrel.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go back to Boy Meets Girl just to see if there are any comments on this one. No, there weren't any. Okay. I didn't think so.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so yeah, this is it for season one. I think we're going to do more wrap-ups, so I don't want to go into that now and just be like, here's what I thought of the entirety of season one because yeah, but... we can get some content out of that bad boy.
0: <laughs> Maybe like five
1: minutes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good point
0: it's like it was a good season all right i'm really excited for season two
1: i'm really excited for season two too what do you hope you see
0: um now that we've gotten through like really learning who each character is i think we can finally get into more uh plot mm-hmm. which we've seen like the second half of the season is the um character development of the whole first half but now, like, we really know who Corey is and everything. So right. that's. Go ahead. <laughs> so season two, I'm really excited to get into more plot. And we're going into high school. And um, I don't remember, like, anything from season two, I don't think.
1: Yeah, that's good. Because we've watched so much of season one. And it's nice to move on to a Like, it's going to feel like a new world.
0: Well, it's also going to be a lot less. It'll make podcasting more difficult because at least with some of these episodes for the first season we've been able to be like we watched this 600 times so we know exactly what happened
1: yeah but i think that'll make it more exciting to do a podcast about
0: yeah and it'll definitely make it more exciting to watch it Mm -hmm. like i love watching season one but i've we've watched it so many times over the course of trying to get our kids to watch it with us and everything we always start with season one
1: and so it's it's gonna be nice to move on for us yeah so what are next... you hoping to
0: see in season 2 oh
1: it's 1994 now so I'm just hoping that um we find out that, like Nirvana is making it real big and doing great in 1995
0: fashion's gonna be better in mm-hmm.
1: 1995 yeah fashion's gonna be better um I'm hoping for the resurgence of boy bands mm uh, cause new kids just isn't doing it for me anymore New Kids on the Block
0: I love New Kids on the Block
1: Good Because it's 1994 And you should Love um,
0: Joey McIntyre
1: mm-hmm. Yeah Go get your Tiger Beat And put up all the pictures Don't do that now Because <laughs> God That'd be Pucker. S- That'd be so creepy
0: The magazine called Pucker What the hell That's what the magazine was That Minkus gave to Corey and Sean It was called Pucker
1: Was it Pucker Yes
0: Gross I think so I wrote it down
1: Hold on While she cruises Oh no, Perky <laughs> Pucker.
0: Pucker wouldn't be that far off from like the name of a teen magazine. Okay. Pucker. Pucker Perky. Perky Pucker.
1: (laughs) It's the new character on season two. Okay. So (laughs) that'll wait
0: to meet Perky Pucker.
1: (laughs) That'll do it for this week and for the the entirety of season one. Next episode I think we're gonna do some cool things, try try some things out yeah um it'll be I,
0: like some special episodes so make sure you tell your friends tell all your to friends. jump on this train <laughs> <laughs> right right at the good episode which will be the next one <laughs>
1: it's getting weird
0: um
1: <laughs> I think i mean we're I think we're working on what the show is and what what it can be and and I'm excited to see what we do with going forward. We may drop down to one episode per episode
0: maybe we can't see the
1: future we can't see the future but Um, we might have a new theme song. I mean, who knows what we're going to do with our lives um, and what we're going to do in the meantime. So thank you guys for joining us for Season 1 of Boy Meets World and Season 1 of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. You can find us on Twitter at...
0: BMGMBMW.
1: You're getting better.
0: Yay! You can find Tanya on Twitter at... CinderHontabell.
1: You can find Alden on Twitter at... Bear. And you can email us at...
0: Maybe email us at bmgmbmw at com. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: I wasn't sure. Uh, I haven't tried to hack into the email account yet.
1: Not yet, but by the time this episode posts, you'll be in already.
0: I hope so. Uh,
1: anything else you'd like to add before we go?
0: Um.
1: Thank you to everybody.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I think every every week I have someone else, like... Message me or whatever and say like one new person every week is a lot in the grand scheme of things. And if one new person listens every week, like, thank you. It's fantastic. And it's nice to hear feedback from you. We want more feedback for sure. I want to hear what we can do better. I still like we're going to go into season two. We still need ideas for segments or bits or. Like, what do you want to hear from us?
1: What are you enjoying? What are you not enjoying?
0: Yeah. Like, do you want us to shut up about anything other than Boy Meets World?
1: Or do you want us to shut up about Boy Meets World? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Do you want us to just act out Boy
1: Meets World? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Wow. That was... (laughs) Um... Yeah, I I thank everybody who's listened so far and and everyone who will listen in the future. Just, we love feedback. We'd like to get to know you guys. And we'd like you to get to know us. If you have any questions for us, please let us know. We'll answer them on the show. If you have emails, if you have thoughts, if you have, I mean, whatever you send us, we're going to read on the show because we got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: like, we're really, we're like really, really excited to um, know you guys and hear from you. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. We want to know you. Get on this train.
0: <laughs> stop making fun of me. If you do happen to email or tweet at us, like, can you just tell all to be nicer?
1: Yeah, go ahead. See how that works out. <laughs> all right. This is my Boy Meets Girl meets Boy Meets World. Season one, episode 11.
0: What? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. I <laughs> thought you
1: meant, like... She's just so ready to argue. If, can you go ahead and, when you let us, email us, let us know that Tanya needs to stop arguing. So, this has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 1, Episode 11.
0: Class dismissed.